Hey everyone, welcome. Hey. Hi. Hi. <laughs> we have wrapped up Bintinho Massaro's Costa Rica Shift into Permanent Alignment Retreat. This is our last podcast that we are doing on site. And we have Hilary Hoffman and Gina Sutton joining us on the show. Hey. Hi. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Alice. This is good. This is good. Yeah. What a good form of completion, you know? Yes. To just dive yeah. into what we've been through, and I think it's been a week, so I'm, I'm really grateful to have connected with all of you. Me too. It's wild. Yeah. 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 <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. There's... Yeah, the, the, it was it was beautiful seeing how the container that was formed by Bentinho and the team over so many years of preparation ended up facilitating these 80 people to identify their calling, get through their limiting beliefs, make declarations about just archiving things that no longer serve them and elevating and amplifying the most divine, aligned, purified service to other, igniting global awakening, things that rocket them forward. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was cool to see the change in people. You could tell energetically at the beginning and you tell in yourself too. You're just in a totally different place. You feel completely different yep. and then now, here we are. Yes. <laughs> and we're, yeah. yeah. Yes. Like, I'm glad I mean, I feel like I look completely different than I did when yeah. I walked in. I felt like a zombie a week ago. And then here I feel now just so light, radiant, and just like completely shifted on like not only an energetic, but yeah, vibrational level. It is wild. So yeah. it's been incredible. And to like witness the, yeah, the container that it was so perfectly divinely placed and everything was like, the shifts that they did, um, even behind the scenes and like how they would kind of provoke us, like, you know, make us really like dive into our own. I went through some serious phases of like self-judgment and then I had to detach from that. And that alone is so powerful because I realized that like, I am not that and I can detach from that. Yeah. And cool. like, that's <laughs> just like already been a thing. And I'm just yeah. like, whoa. So there's just been so much shift in my own perception and yeah, limiting beliefs for sure. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> yeah. And I think that's, yeah, one of the main shifts is just putting those limiting beliefs down and they just always seem like not, they just don't seem true anymore. And you just can't even believe them anymore. Mm. And then your experience backs it up. And, and then you get really, choice. yeah, you're just like really convicted in that. Yeah, and that's really cool. Yeah, I love, I love what you guys are saying that the behavior yeah. change follows these declarations. It's, in a sense, one has to have enough courage yeah. to identify these impurities, these distortions, and then to archive those, to to heal and to integrate, to transcend and include, as is said by so many of the greats. And so I love that a lot. I think 
from a macro level, another way to view it is that, in a sense, even though we already came away from like the separate entity contraction, right? <laughs> even though we already were like quite far away from that. Yeah. Even, even though we were already like quite far away into this more relaxed, more expanded state, it e this retreat even further expanded and even further relaxed and even further identified the most nuanced distortions most nuanced layers of the cheeky cunt that is the ego. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. It was cool to feel that coming up during the retreat. And you could feel the most, there's some sort of distortion that felt the most tense. And you probably, we all had different ones, but it would come up in the retreat, during the retreat. And you're starting to understand how to work with that. And it's really cool to be able to feel it, like leave you. Yep. And, or you could just be like, nope, like out of sheer will. Yeah. The will. And then the, yeah, and then the conviction follows right. after you keep doing that, yep. which was pretty cool to see. The personal choice, right? Like knowing that we always have that choice. Kind of like yeah. we were discussing last night, there's a buffet. How did you word that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we go from this buffet of options in the realm of suffering in the escape room, the 3D matrix. We all have different escape rooms that we've programmed for ourselves to yeah. get out of. But then there's also the buffet in terms of that was the root one, and then there's the branch fruit one. And then that's sort of where we end up blossoming, which is why our callings are all very somewhat similar in igniting the global awakening. But that's the buffet is why some people choose the word maybe truth and some people choose inspiration and the people choose That's different right. words in that so yeah there's just like these two funny buffets yes yeah, yeah. i like this buffet better <laughs> many more options you yeah. know yeah. many more personal choices available that i had no clue existed that i didn't know i could leave my anxiety my depression and just reach an elevated state where that all is just like a choice to be made yeah and instead of just like a state that i'm in i can be the observer and like zoom out of it instead of just like not being able to see the forest through the trees anymore like i'm not even in the forest anymore i'm like in like a little uh what are they called just like a gosh like a, a rocket ship a rocket ship or like yeah a plane above it a looking down yeah oh, it's amazing you've become even more macro level view than you were mm -hmm. even before that's yeah, yeah that's yeah. huge because yeah. when you're in your problems you you can only think on that level of like how do i solve this like you're very external and you don't have any perspective and then yeah as you go higher up in these these other states of consciousness you get all the perspective it all starts making sense and it feels much lighter yeah more like malleable and fun and yeah a drone. Much better. A drone. That's a drone. What I was okay. You can just see so much right above it. And it's like you're flying over the old the old you in a way, right? Like this you that is still like down there, but it's just like much in a lower version of reality or whatever this reality is, this matrix. And you actually have the choice to see it for what it is instead of just being lost. And that alone yeah. is such a shift because 
No, like you can really align to your vibration now and just know that like this this feeling I can carry with me and then when I'm like kind of like rubber banded out away from this feeling I can choose to come back and I don't have to stay out of that alignment like I know that there is a better feeling right yeah when you know better you do better you feel better because you just know better and you can't unknow yep. that's the good yeah, yeah. When, once you see through Maya you can't unsee it and we were talking about this a bit last night is that the obsession with finity and with transience and physicalism and the external is the simple shift needs to just go from the outside to the to the inside like it's taught in the parable of the prodigal son and all these mystic traditions yes. and when you do that and you recognize that consciousness or awareness and infinity then you recognize that this is just one of our creations and that we are the permanent we are the source we are the infinitude that then this is just one song of our eternal symphony. And so it's just that, you know, that simple shift. And then just to play with the analogies to, to intertwine them. I love the stake and rubber band analogy and the way that it plays with the escape room analogies. Really, really yeah. interesting. So like we condition this contracted separate entity escape room and then the rubber bands pulled out. So the stake is the highest aligned guidance with our calling with full pure service to others god's love light and then the rubber band when it stretches out is like when you fall back into the person psychology egoic contraction and then the emotional guidance system comes and it's like yo when your rubber band's out here and you think that oh i'm going to extract peace and happiness from other people or from the world yeah that then the emotional guidance system kicks in and you're told, you're, you're, sought, you're signaled, hey, like catch this, bring your rubber band back to the stake and keep aligning with the highest. And that has to do with the escape room as well, because in a sense, these are like the little like walls, you know, in the escape room, in a sense, that you're dissolving these, the emotional guidance systems helping you dissolve the escape room walls, bring the rubber band back to the yeah, yeah, that's huge. And it's, it's so interesting that we we live in a culture that doesn't value emotions or tries to cut you off from them and like express yeah don't think about them they're kind of like just bs you know like oh you're feeling like shit it's okay like just, just completely disregard it like it doesn't mean anything almost uh, and it's really cool to be able to connect back to your emotions your emotional guidance system because it it really is such a it's such guidance like if you just listen to that you can really start to tell when you're getting out of alignment because it just feels like shit and then the more you feel like shit the more out of alignment you are and then you can shift back and then you start to feel just this sense of ease and you can start feeling that and it gets more subtle as you practice like oh, i'm getting a little bit out and then you keep coming back. So it's very experiential. It's very like visceral. You feel it vibrationally as you're like, mm -hmm. yeah, adjusting. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Like palpable, like very tangible yeah. feeling eventually. But I feel like I used to not even be able to realize when I was in that state. Whereas now I yeah. can like know. And I've always felt that you have to really feel your emotions to heal them. But like, you don't like mm. and you have to right like that's a part of it it's part of the emotional guidance you have to really feel them but you also have the knowledge wisdom 
light within to know that like when you actually feel them, that's how you release them. Many people get stuck in this hamster wheel, me being one of them in the past, where I felt like I had to like just numb it out or run away from it, distract myself, ostracize and be like, no, I'm just gonna run from my, like, and yeah. numb it. And then when, when you do that, you literally just run hamster wheels back to it. So when you choose, and then it manifests in like dis-ease in your body disease and like all kinds of things when you actually let that stress and that emotion and like depression build up in you instead of just feeling it then you can heal it because then you literally alchemize it yep. from pain Perfect. to healing Perfect. and then release Perfect. it into like, just knowing it's not yours it's not yours in, into creatorship mm. yeah yes. yeah yeah the, the alchemistry happens we condition ourselves into the escape room, into the contracted separate entity. We alchemically undergo the processes of leveraging that emotional guidance system, bringing the rubber band back to the stake. Yeah. And then as we align more and more with God's love light, our own infinitude, our own creatorship, that, that becomes the highest signal metaphysically of who we are, why we're here, what we're doing, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's so... What a realization. Yeah, it's so nice to just be grounded in that and, and really keep focusing inward like you're saying. Like, that's the direction. Just, like, keep going back. Because really, yeah. like Bentinho says this, like, don't take your cue from your circumstances. And I love that because a lot of the time we're looking around thinking, oh, shit, like, I need to change something out there. Mm -hmm. Or or even you just take it personally or you're disappointed or whatever, but really it's like, just keep shifting back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's it. The abiding. The abiding. <laughs> Turning in. That's our yeah. word. <laughs> That's our word. We've been playing word. with our, this tripod has been playing with the word abiding. Yeah, it's great. Abide is a perfect word. Because when you, when you begin tasting like, you, you taste, because you can't not abide, which is why it's perfect already and always already free. But it's also perfecting in the sense that when you do recognize that you are the eternal sky of awareness, that the thought clouds and whatnot appear and disappear in, you become more aware of the need to abide as awareness to no longer have the thought clouds sort of take your monkey mind yeah. out. And You're just like resting in your more natural state. Yeah. 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 And then so. abiding even further as the creator of even awareness itself, experiencing the realities. And so then yeah. you need to abide as that. Yeah. And so to constantly, in a sense, be making the necessary juxtapositions between finity and infinity and abiding as infinity relentlessly, you know, over and over again, you know, Nisargatata Maharaj and Bentinho brought it up as well, is that perpetual neti neti equals freedom, perpetually creating a juxtaposition over and over again, I am not finity, I am not finity, I'm awareness, I'm not finity, I'm not finity, I'm not even yeah. awareness, I'm the creator, yeah. Yeah, yeah, what does that look like for you? Like what we just described, yeah. yeah. Like this perpetual... Like, yeah. yeah, kind of yeah. like um, like behavior-wise. Because for me, I would say, mm. I, I would like to do more like longer meditations like that. And I feel I can now, because it just actually feels good and I'm able to drop in. But it, to me, looks like throughout the day, 
I'm yeah. constantly checking in like yeah. that. That's where, right. Yeah, yeah. If I feel I'm like really outside in my circumstances, like coming back to that awareness mm -hmm. yep. and just abiding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And keep going. I yeah. understand that. Yeah. Practice. I mean, I think um, increment it, or yeah, like just briefly taking moments to breathe and check in with your breath Perfect. throughout the day is yep. really important. And just yeah. when you're in either the car or walking, like taking one foot in front of the other, just really realizing your surroundings and your senses. For me personally, I do enjoy having meditation practice like in the morning and then at night before bed. It just really allows me to witness and observe my, my thoughts, my emotions, instead of being in the middle of them. And I think it really takes me from like a reactive state to a responsive state Perfect. to where I'm not just like, feeling that I am my senses, right? I'm able to actually like step back when I'm either in a moment of just having like, oh, uh, whether it's like someone cutting me off in traffic or someone like that I'm interacting with feeling very misaligned with who I am, knowing that that's all it's meant to be. It's meant to be like a challenge for me. And I think having my practice really just grounds me in knowing that I can respond versus react. and. Yes. takes me out of yes. just like my mind but mm -hmm. it is really important to do i also have moments where i'm just like inhale exhale like taking that deep breath and just grounding into the present moment is so important noticing like the crisp on the leaves or just like all of the beautiful sensational things that we often don't even recognize because we're so in here you know yeah it's yeah i love what richard said like one of the facilitators here teachers he said um like, what's your mind? Your mind's like a prediction machine. Like it keeps wanting to get some kind of grasp on the future, what's gonna happen tomorrow, whatever, da, da, da. And you'll start to notice that when you're really up here and you're doing that, that you're, you're quite taken out of that state of just pure awareness and abiding. Yeah, and it, and it really um, is, what do I like, need? What do I need? What's exactly, the next thing? What just, do I lack right now? It's just I a limiting, yeah, activity. it's like a lack belief. It's yeah, a lack of belief, true. and uh, yeah, I think one it served thing, us for an evolutionary yeah. period of time, yeah, for a million or so or something years. Yeah, you realize you don't really you don't need it though. It's like pretty crazy. You think that oh, I have to plan out everything in my life, or I need to think about yeah, mm -hmm. just worry about all these different things. But when you start releasing that and you live very presently, yep. And faith, devotion, surrender yeah. to God's love light that's already omnipresent and already flowering yeah. effortlessly towards the sun. Yeah. yeah, and you just feel this perfection that's everything's already working out. The all is well feeling. Yeah, yeah, the all is well feeling. All is well. Yep. And then you just rest in that and then everything just flows. Mm. Yes. Then, yeah. So let's also visualize this. It's really exciting to, to do so. Those were great examples of your practices with abiding and yeah. surrendering. Yeah. And the visualization that can sometimes help is, you know, rather than seeing first, probably and foremost is everywhere you look and everywhere that you are recognized rather than there being separation between you and other people and you and the world, see it as your own creation of absolute love and light. And then see, rather than seeing like the 
instead of seeing the form and the identity and all these layers of costume, which are fantastic, the costumes are fantastic, but they're also very separative. Yeah. And individuated, which is which is also unique in its in its sense. But what you can do instead is you can begin sort of seeing the awareness, the pure, bare, empty awareness that is shared as it, as the fundamental I am that is present and timeless here. And then to sort of repeatedly do that over and over again to where even the form and the identity sort of melt into just this like love light interacting with itself in its in its little evolutionary ascent that it's going through right now remember your visualization, I love the visualization yeah <laughs> that you did like snap everyone is light everyone is white lights walking around okay snap back they rack and form it's so good that is just like a beautiful demonstration and visualization to just really like drop in and recognize we are not these space suits but yeah. we are just you know they're quite deceiving like you said you know and they can get really distracting and cause for a lot of like diving in and knowing our soul and making that more pure and beautiful and dissolving into the absolute and that we are all one is so much more exciting yeah. <laughs> so yeah. much more exciting yeah going inward again. inward yeah it's not external and i think that's really important but a lot of us are so in that external world right like we feel like we are our senses which i mean like you said it was good for a brief time survival mode it helped us survive um but now we're just evolving past that like separation and it's so exciting. Like yeah. I'm so excited about it. Uh, it feels just like a remembrance. Like exactly. a lot of what Bentinho talks about, it's just like, yeah. it feels like I'm remembering things that I, I've known for centuries. And whether I've only been in this body 28 years, it's like, I know that like, I've had these connections with like these souls before and just like knowing this beautiful information. And I feel like we've evolved as humans but we've also kind of like devolved in a way of our consciousness but it's like programmed it's the matrix it's meant for that and we're we're stepping out we're taking the gold pill that's what, what lisa said the gold pill the gold i like pill. that i like that instead of that was, that was interesting. Yeah. the white pill is another interesting those are good ones to play with because the red and blue have been mm. bastardized by society exactly. yeah yeah, but it's cool that yeah, gold or white are like these ascensionary. Mm -hmm. uh, gold's good. I like that. Yeah, yeah it's good. That's a good one. Oh, it's the pill ultimately of the true nature, and the true nature requires above all inward. Period, and that in itself yeah. is something that people again the escape room egoic contraction is our own conditioning, and it is so attaching we attach ourselves so deeply to our psychology to all of those layers of identity and form which is why inward even becomes difficult in the first place because in order to recognize your true nature as you recognize your true nature as rupert spira says is that this little moth of the contracted egoic separate entity it flies into the white source light and dissolves so you dissolve your psychology you dissolve your form you dissolve your identity yeah. and people aren't willing to let go of that you know yet at the same time what happens is as that dissolves what happens is what emerges is god's love light expressing itself as a pure firework into 
this creation that a level that the psychological egoic contraction could never have healthily expressed itself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I think there's a level of faith. Yeah. Because it is, it is kind of, yeah, to your ego, it's quite threatening. Obviously. Oh, it's, it's killed. Um, it's just yeah, killed. Completely. And, it's completely killed. But one thing, I think um, we said this before, that it it does feel like you're shedding those layers, which you can be attached to them and you've identified with them for a while, so it can be hard to detach. But once you start recognizing those things as not you mm. and you start letting them shut off of you, what you're left with is just a just a clearer sense of yourself. Like I was telling you, like by the end of this week, I just I feel more myself, just clearer. Yeah, that's, that's a great a, way to put yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like the layers it. have shed so many cycles of death and rebirth. Like I've said that many times. I feel like I've been through lifetimes this week, and just knowing myself better, being more clear. And knowing, yeah. yeah, that like we are so connected and seeing myself in everyone versus being there so. Oh. There you go. Yeah. And you're. I really like the metaphor of the escape room. So, do yeah. you feel like Bentinho and these teachers give us like, would you say like cheat codes to that, or would it be just like? It's a probably. Map? It's probably yeah. Th those are good ways to put it, but probably the most like perennial way that's been talked about over thousands of years is it's just a pointing. Pointing. It's just pointing mm. to the true nature, which is that yeah. you're already what you seek. Mm. Yeah. 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 You're just sort of looking around and you don't know what to really land on. Like Rumi says, we go from room to room looking yeah. for the diamond that's already around our neck. And then we find that diamond that's around our neck, which is really truly recognizing the poignancy of awareness itself. And then as we do that, then we recognize that that is infinity, intelligent infinity, endlessly expressing and comprehending itself. Yeah. yeah. I love that. And I've always believed, you know, what you seek is seeking you too. There you go. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. like, yeah. it's always a guidance and then you can try to run from it. You can try like many times I'm like, no, I don't want to like feel this. And it's so, but like once you just surrender and like, it's so liberating, right? Like, instead of trying to fight and swim, as Abraham Hicks says, like, I'm swimming upstream, I'm fighting yeah. the reality. No, just like surrender and flow and just know that you are going to be perfectly placed and perfect, like, you're going through all of this, every experience for one, for a reason, and it's going to lead you back home every time. But we fight, we try to swim upstream, we just try to resist and control, and all of that is just ego. And knowing that, you can really surrender and like allow your higher self, you're the one, absolute, whatever you want to call it, to lead your way. Mm -hmm. and yeah, powerful, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. I think we all have that knowing that like that intuition lives within us, but a lot of, of people I know are humans, they just resist it. They're like, I don't want to feel it, I don't want to think about it, so I'm going to like, numb it out, drink it away, smoke it away, whatever. And like, I think these things can be used intentionally, but at the same time, it's just, if it's a numbing tool, the intention has to be there. And it's become, yeah. it's just become very clear to me that floating downstream, trusting and surrendering to everything, working out with radiant ease, 
knowing that we are the power that gives us that. Mm -hmm. This is that, or is it that? Yeah, is yeah, this? yeah. This is that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, thank you. And that 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 to for those that yeah. are interested in that, that's a really important point from our entire retreat is that the absolute is both what is beyond even awareness what creates even awareness and observes even awareness observing its creations yet the absolute is also this so this timeless presence is that the highest the absolute source intelligent infinity this is that yeah that's really important that we brought that yeah. up yeah i wanted to go back to what you were saying about um like lack beliefs basically one thing that was helpful that bentinho talked about was looking at why you believe what you believe and it's always because there's some benefit to it you perceive there's some better benefit to it like oh if i stress out about what's gonna happen next week i think that i'm gonna be able to solve it better or there's some reason that you're still believing what you believe so it's a really cool self-inquiry just to look at that yeah absolutely and it is service itself right and like it really just makes us think that we are in control and like oh i'm gonna fix this and do this and no like ultimately there's like some strings up here pulling us and making us like go where we're meant to go and like what is for us cannot miss us and just knowing that it's like a relaxed your shoulders like you know tongue away from the roof of the mouth just a very ease feeling just knowing that what is for you can't miss you but i think we get so yeah caught up in like the control aspect thinking that we really have control right like could any of you like imagine that your life would lead you right here right and it's what did you say last night it was so good it's like we planned this thousands of years ago in like a movie it was, like, yeah. <laughs> it was so good yeah that, we, we four, 14 billion years ago we wrote the script we're watching the movie right now, and we're remembering what we wrote. I <laughs> adore that so much. Yeah, it's like a soul resonance, you know? And yeah, what you're saying, why do we do what we do? Why do we think what we think? And like taking a step back and thinking, okay, is that really serving me anymore? Likely, no, if it's these like habits maybe people, places, and things that fit our comfort zone for so long, but like if they don't feel right anymore, or if they yeah. like restrict change. And I, I think that's important to recognize, you know? And yeah. ch changes are only constant. We're gonna continuously change. And if you have people around you, places around you that restrict you from changing, then that's already kind of a, oh, I can't know. Yeah, and you feel it like with the emotional guidance system as you start tuning into that more and then it gets more and more subtle. And you'll feel that when you are holding back or you're out of alignment, basically with what those people, places, things, thoughts, etc. States, that's yeah. Really, that's really um, important. Yeah. So we created a general creative exploration designing the reality. And then as it unfolds, you have these analogies like we've been listing of the escape room, the stake and the rubber band, the emotional guidance system, alignment 
to the highest, God's love light. And so there is the will, there is the choice all the time to recognize when am I aligned versus when am I venturing off into ego, separate entity, seeking peace and happiness from Maya. When are these happening and when are they directing me back to the stake? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. If you can keep focusing on that, that's guides you home. Yeah. Yeah. Guides you home. Guides you home. home. And you have to recognize when those things don't feel good. And I think that's all perfectly placed in our reality, right? It's not like to say that you are making a wrong decision by staying in these places with people that you know, don't really resonate anymore because the contrast always serves its purpose, right? Like, you can't appreciate a delicious cup of coffee if you've never had a shitty cup of coffee. You can't appreciate Mm. a really resonant vibrational Mm. relationship if you've never had a relationship that feels so constricting and just painful, ultimately, that you can't be who you are. You can't appreciate unconditional love if you've never felt conditional love. Yeah. So it all Mm. serves, Mm. it all serves its purpose. The contrast contrast. is perfection. It is. Is perfect. right. Yeah, this is perfect. Yeah, it's just perfect. You know, perfect. We will end up where we are meant to always, and it's never about the destination because once you land there, you're gonna have another journey to go. It's just about the journey and realizing that it's all like divinely timed and planned. Dan yeah. Eldon said that the journey is the destination. I love that. Yeah. And cool. that over thousands of years, different communities across the planet have been making symbols that reflect the contrast very Mm. commonly recognized as the yin and yang Mm. and that Mm. those two poles in flux ascension are ultimately in a monist taijitsu right so ultimately you have one and the two in flux upward and so we yeah. create the dark to yeah. serve yeah our ascension yeah yeah and Ooh, we're, we're all wearing the dark oh yes it's just ooh. we've done some collective shadow work this ooh. week <laughs> damn we're all matching this look, look yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. Good. it actually looks like a really good shot ooh. Ooh. that moment we had a moment last night where we were just all laying beneath the stars and it was just a beautiful, beautiful completion moment to this whole week and realizing that like, that, yeah, I think the right, what did I say? The right people feel different to your nervous system and it's just all like divinely planned. Realizing that everything is working out best case scenario every moment. Being open to the miracles of life guiding you to exactly where you're meant to be. And it feels so good. It just feels better. It feels lighter. Yeah. Gosh. You're releasing really yeah. that attachment, Ooh. you know? Because really it's like, when you rest in that perfection, there's nothing that you need. Because you already realized that it's perfect <laughs> as it is. So. Okay, what did you say the other day? It's a natural state. Because yeah. I was saying that I feel so just naturally high. high and it's unbelievable. I've never like you know experienced that. And it's just a vibrational level that I've just never felt that I've been at. And you said it's so simple. Why do we make it so hard? That's our natural state. <sighs> Whoa! Yeah, yeah it's Whoa. like crazy that we think that we have to suffer our whole lives and that's like the place that we have to live in. Oh, life is just so hard and there's all this lack. Gosh. And I have to stay there forever because I'm a human. And that's mm. it, you know? Yeah. And it's just amazing 
-hmm. When you can live, awareness is everything. Like realizing that you're not at the, yeah, you're not like blessed. You have the, the choice to feel differently about every situation. Yeah. yeah. What is the quote? Like looking at it as what is this doing or like what is this um, doing for me versus why is this happening to me? Yeah. Like mm -hmm. what is this teaching me versus why is this happening to me? That mm -hmm. alone is a shift yeah. right there. Right? Perfect. Yeah. Oh, uh, yep. I love that. And then when you get to the highest levels, you recognize that I created this teaching for myself. Sure. Yeah. It's such a trip. Yeah, it's such a trip. All yeah. perfect friends. It's perfect. Yeah. And that's why also to play on what you were saying a moment ago is that Sadhguru has been really influential in communicating the statement of, I never do drugs, but I'm always high, <laughs> right? So. And so how, what does that mean? Why do the mystics talk about, as they, mysticism means union with God, with the absolute, what, how to optimize said self slash God slash infinity realization, and also how to, and why does that then create this feeling of timeless perfection that radiates like the sun with peace and joy and just butterfly effects out, right? So that's why you know, five years ago, looking at these yogis and mystics, just like, what did they do to feel like this all the time? And then just relentlessly, relentlessly, relentlessly putting it in that North Star position of highest desire, surrendering all other things, nothing else besides know thyself, know thyself, I want to know my metaphysical truth or I'll die. Go, 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 go. And boom, you pierce the veil, the veilless veil, and boom, you recognize yourself as the creator. That beautiful. That's good. That feels so good. And... There's a quote, I don't want to get too tangent, but on um, spirituality is like the ocean and religion is like a fishbowl within that ocean, mm -hmm. right? And I really love that because it's all pointing to the same thing, right? We get so in these dogmatic uh, restrictions and like, why do you even think that? Is it just for control? Is that what you think it is? Or is well, it was a fundamental step. Right, right? absolutely. So, yeah. so Sri Aurobindo and the Mother Miroff also talk about how religion, in a sense, prepares the, mm. the divine ascent. It prepares yeah. the individuated for the true spirituality, which... Yeah. Yeah, and so that's why we had these thousands of years, but also there was a lot of perver perversion, and there still is... Yeah, yet there's, yeah. there's truth in especially the, the mystic traditions which are embedded within all of these, you know, billions of people around the world are part of the religions, but they don't know that there's mystic traditions in all of them that talk about union with God, with the absolute, an actual inward process of uniting. Right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. So it's there. What is the kingdom of heaven is within? Yeah, the kingdom for, of God is within. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's uh, already Luke one. seventeen twenty one. Yeah. Yeah. And it is. It all points within. And that's where I, I just think it gets lost in translation a lot when you're like feeling constricted. But they they all just point to the same thing. And that's where I feel like 
spirituality, mysticism has much more of a broad spectrum of coming home to that self within ourself, which is seeing you within me and everyone as one. Because yep. We're all on this journey, and when you separate us, when you separate us with religion, all of these other identifying separations that like are, I feel like, made to control us and made to make us feel individualized and puts that like, oh no, you're not like me, all of this. It's all for purpose to keep you apart. When in reality, like we are all one. When we come together and have that knowledge that like what it is, we're all walking each other home as Amdasa. Yes, I yes. love that quote, it's one of my favorite. We're all walking each other. Perfect. Perfect, perfect. Perfect. Yeah, I love it. Perfection, perfecting. <laughs> Endlessly. Perfecting. Endlessly. Oh. Endlessly. Ah. All walking each other home. Beautiful, beautiful. All right. Mm. We love you. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. Mm. We're so grateful. <laughs> Yay. Yes. I love you all so much. It's amazing. Yeah. Right. Mm. Mm -hmm. The sandwich. Yeah, Gina's sandwich. Ah. Thank you, Rose. Divine timing. Divine intervention led us right here. Yeah. 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 So good. So good. Thanks, everyone. Thank we, you. We'd love to hear from you in the comments below with your thoughts on the episode. Let us know. <laughs> also, if the video brought you value, give it a like. If you haven't yet, subscribe to the channel. Also, share the video with people that you feel like it would make a positive influence on. We have some links in the bio below. Probably your instagram profiles or like we'll, we'll yeah we'll put some links in the bio below if you want to follow hillary and gina and we adore you thank you so much thank you thank you thank you, thank you. Yes. that was so sweet okay much love everyone yes. uh, Dance it out. Mm -hmm. We're ending with this. I like it. Dance parties. Mm -hmm. For highest joys. <laughs> <sighs>